With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Well, let me tell you, mylifeinabook.com is a very unique service. I did it for my mom and my grandmother, and it has been amazing. It basically turns your mom's life stories or your grandmother's or anybody that you think is special in your life into a book. So here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send a question via email to the special person, whoever you choose. You can ask custom questions too, but I just kind of let my life in a book choose what questions to ask. And then your special person like your mom can type their response or they can record their voice and my life in a book compiles it all in a beautiful keepsake for you. And guess what? They can even create audiobooks. I mean, this is such a unique gift that will last a lifetime for you, your mom, your children, your children's children. It is the best gift you can give. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use our code clink at checkout for 10% off. This is an unforgettable gift for you and your mom. Get it today. Use our code clink, mylifeinabook.com. Where are all my lady listeners at? Because I am talking to you. Is your time of month an easy breezy situation? Or are you like me? And for about a week before your period starts, all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything. Or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause. Well then ladies, you've got to try Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony is made by the Happy Mammoth Company, which I've been a big fan of for a while now. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed with someone. You know what I mean? Yes, Hormone Harmony can help with all those things. And the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code CLINK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code CLINK for 15% off today. CLINK CLINK ladies. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Good morning, Gretchie. Good morning, morning. How are you? You look so cute today. I do. You do. 
even though you had to wake up so early to get your little booty over here. I know. Thank God you had a mimosa waiting for me. I know. Sparkling rosé and everything. Oh, yeah. Let's clink, clink to that. Clink, clink. And your shirt. So cute. Yeah. It says, raise them kind. Raise them kind. That's so good. Yeah. I got it from Wave and Cactus, which is my friend Lindsay, who is like, I can't believe you all have never met each other because Lindsay is one of my oldest friends in the world. Anywho... She has a online boutique, Wave and Cactus, and you can go to waveandcactus.com. Or what I do is you just follow her Facebook page. Yeah. And it's like way better than like Stitch Fix or like any of those things. Yeah. Because she's just real cute and funny. And then she just models all of her stuff. Cute. And then you just comment with your email address and then she sends you an invoice. Oh, yeah. I like that. And Lindsay really has a calling for this. Like she's real styly, always has been. Yeah. So she picks out the cutest stuff and her stuff is not crap. No, the stuff that you have on right now, I love. Yeah. So good job, Lindsay. Check it out if you guys want to. So Gretchen. Yes. Let's talk about our reviews because we've been getting real good ones. Oh my God. Makes me so happy. I know. You guys, thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll shout some out. Okay. Billy Believe. Believe me, Billy. We feel like we're sitting right next to you, too. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I uh, love these girls from BCP 56. New morning cocktail or cocktail. <laughs> what <laughs> am I thinking about? drinking the cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they said coffee routine, but we we're talking cocktails. Okay, BC. Heather Fairchild. She's a little bit obsessed. Stacey Stace. Love listening. And last but not least right now for this time around is Hannah 027. And yeah, she says love. And we love that you're writing us reviews. So if thanks, you guys want Hannah 027. Yeah, 027, yeah. So if you guys want a shout out, please give us a review. We love that. And we take it into our heart and soul. And it makes us way better people. <laughs> <laughs> We're real nice to our husbands and kids. Oh my God, Tab, you must have been real nice to your husband because you guys, Sean sent Tab some flowers and she told me that she received flowers. But when I saw this monstrosity, (laughs) when I walked in, I was like, whoa, I'll post a picture. I think this bouquet of flowers. I mean, I don't even know if I can call it a bouquet. <laughs> it's like a statue. <laughs> I know. I don't know what I deserved to get these beautiful flowers, but maybe, maybe you can't talk about it on the podcast. Maybe I'm doing something <laughs> right these days. <gasps> it's possible. Good job, Tab. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. He's he's been quite the uh amazing husband. He even cooked me dinner last night. He did? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I put gas in my car. I mean, really. I'm taking note of all of that. And wow. trying to be a real good wife back. That's nice. Yeah. Jeremiah took out the trash. Yeah, that's nice. I like mm-hmm. that. Uh-huh. What else? He took the kids to school. Yeah. Today so that I could be here. Yes. Thanks, Jeremiah. To record. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I made it real easy for him this time and went ahead and bought the kids those like drinkable yogurts because we have smoothies every morning. Mm-hmm. Last time. 
smoothies didn't go so well. Nobody drank them. And he left me a big mess when I came home. Yeah. The ants came. Oh, God. Okay. You know? So we skipped that. So last time he did this, it was a little frantic for him. So when I had talked to him on the phone, I mean. No, I, under- I understand those days. It was good. Yeah. He He took it so next level, though, that he told me, he told the kids they couldn't come out of their room till they were dressed. And they all got dressed themselves. And he didn't have to make them breakfast. And I already packed their lunches. So he said, you know, I mean, we have to be out the door at 720. He's like, dude, I had everybody ready by 645. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's overkill. <laughs> he could have actually taken them to like McDonald's for breakfast. Or instead. something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike yeah. Jeremiah, I'm not that uh, prepared because this week... We had, or last week, actually, we had picture day, and we have to be out of the house at 7.05, okay? So it's real early, and Kyla, I wanted to do our hair and make sure it's all nice, so I get her up at 5.45. Yeah. We're up early. We're going to wash her hair, blow dry it, curl it, whatever, and they have to wear, you know, that uniform that I was talking to you about before. I used to think uniforms sounded good. uh, Yeah. So this time it is the winter uniform for their school pictures. Oh. And the uniform, it consists, I told you, wool pants. I mean, for the girls, it's not wool pants, but it's like a wool jacket and whatever. So anyways, I totally get Kyla fully ready. I walk downstairs to put the little paper that you buy the pictures on, you know, like put the check in and like send her on her way. And I look and it was like, it says Friday, picture day, Friday. This is Thursday. Oh, you're such a loser. Yeah. I got her <laughs> all ready for picture day the wrong freaking day. Oh, God. What a, What an idiot. Yeah. Like, seriously, like, what is wrong with me? I have like a serious problem, Gretchen. I can't believe that they send you with the, you have to send the check before the pictures. You know what they do at my school? They send the picture. You don't do anything. And then they send the pictures to you. And then you have to return them in like three days. Or they bill you. And I'm like, why wouldn't I just snap a picture of that with my phone? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they probably are like, well, nobody's going to really return them. So thank God they actually get Yeah, I guess. I don't know how it shakes out for them. But I mean, I'm not buying them. That's just me. <laughs> so cheap. <laughs> so cheap. You know what it was on mine? It's like the lowest picture thing that you get one picture, not even the class picture, is 30 bucks. And then if you want the digital download, yeah, that's another... I don't know, 40 bucks. Yeah. So that would work out if you want the bare minimum at $40 or something. I don't know, like $70. And then if you don't want that, I don't know. It got it like it's, it's confusing. No, I take that back. I do buy their fall pictures and I give them away to all my relatives as Christmas presents. Yeah. Because they're not cheap. But they do spring pictures. And no, I'm that's like, what weird. Kind of shit is spring pictures. That's when I just snap it with my phone. And I'm like, no, y'all, I'm not buying this. Yeah, we don't do that. But I bought the big package because at the end of the day, it was like, I get all these pictures. I can I can give them away for Christmas presents. And 
I get the digital download with it, but you know, I feel like they just make it so you have to spend the most money. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. So another thing, Gretchy, that happened this week, or actually was like, I don't know when it was, but whatever, in the last couple of days, uh-huh. I call an Uber and I'm with my mother-in-law and her dog. She right? makes a lot of appearances on our podcast. She does. You're going to have to post a picture. I will. And I'll post a picture of this crazy dog. Anyway, she gets in the Uber and we're not even going like, I don't know, 20 minutes away. And she starts feeding the dog in the Uber. She like, like takes out her water bottle. She's pouring it. The water's spilling all over this place. Oh my gosh. The guy is looking in its river mirror and I'm just like, oh shoot. There goes your Uber rating. Yes. I'm thinking that I, no, my Uber that rating. that is not. You have a crappy Uber rating because you are you. Well, I'm <laughs> real nice. Okay. <laughs> I'm really nice, but my Uber rating was at a 4.87. Now it's a 4.86. I'm five stars and Tab is super bitter about it. Listen, the reason that Gretchy is a five star. Because <laughs> I'm so nice and charming. No, because you don't ever take Uber. Sometimes I do. I don't think you do. Well, usually I am with you, but sometimes I do. Oh, and the only reason you got a five star is because you're with me and I'm real nice. Oh, okay. We'll say that's <laughs> what it is. Listen, I don't know how you have a five star. I really don't. I don't even know anybody that has a five star. You better just hold on to that. I'll screenshot it. You can post that shit. You know what? When we go to Napa, you better use your Uber oh, to Uber God, us around. Take me to the poor house. The Uber's in Napa <laughs> all over town. I don't think so. We're going to rotate that. Uh, yeah, we should rotate it. But I have like a us in a pretty good little square. It's not, we're not Luke. going far. Okay. But we should rotate it. But why don't you go, why don't you go last actually after we've all been drinking? <laughs> See where your rating is. Sabotage. <laughs> all right. Tell me your freaking story. Okay, you guys, this story, I'm sure all of you have heard about it. Maybe know a little bit about it. It happened in 2007, and in 2007, it was dubbed the diaper-wearing astronaut. Oh, yeah, I remember this. You remember? So I thought since we talk about peeing our pants most days, this would be a perfect (laughs) crime to talk about this week. And I'm pretty sure you almost peed your pants on your way here. I did. She ran into my house (laughs) So fast. Oh, my God. (gasps) She's like, what's taking you so long to get to your door? Anyways, the astronaut that I'm talking about, his name is, her name is Lisa Novak. You know the spelling of Novak is N-O-W-A-K? N-O-W-A-K? Oh, N-O-W-A-K. Like Nowak? Yeah. They pronounce it Novak. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. So Lisa was born in 1963 and came from your typical American family. She had two sisters and lived in the burbs. At a very early age, she became fascinated with astronauts and was determined to live her dream. But did you know that at that time, they didn't even allow women to be astronauts? They didn't? No. Not until the late 70s were these restrictions lifted. Okay. And not until 1983 
did the United States put their first woman in space? Oh, yeah. Before that, there were some Russian, I think maybe two Russian women that went into space, but the United States, not having it. So Lisa, she was thrilled, right? Uh, Just side note, in order to be an astronaut, you had to be a test pilot, and that's why these restrictions were lifted, because the military wouldn't let women be test pilots. Oh, you got to be like a real go-getter, smarty pants to be an astronaut. I know. Like, I don't get it. Does not sound fun to me. Well, it's not our thing for sure. No. Well, but it was Lisa's thing. And she graduated high school in 1981. And at this point, she was like, yeah, maybe I can become an astronaut. So she joined the Navy and she got a degree in aeronautical engineering from the United States Naval Academy. And by 1992, Lisa had her master's degree in aeronautical engineering and another degree in astronautical engineering. I mean, talk about an underachiever. I mean, seriously, so smart. So smart. Like you can't even like, I can't even imagine. But, you know, she was determined to succeed and I think she was doing all the right things. Yeah. So her career in the Navy allowed her to, one, get all the degrees, move up these ranks, and she moved around quite a bit. She even lived in Point Magoo, California. Ooh, close to our old hood. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So after she graduated with her master's in 1993, she became a test pilot. And by 1996, she finally was awarded her dream job to become an astronaut. Now, it sounds pretty easy to do this, right? Like, I mean, it, but it's not. It doesn't sound that easy. It sounds like a lot of schooling. And in the military, becoming a test pilot, that's like a lot. It's a lot. That seems like like doctor amount of like stuff you have to do. It is. Yeah. So it's 50 plus hours of work a week. It's taking a lot of tests. It's doing a lot of studying. And she also has to, in order to be a test pilot, you have to do a lot of flight time on top of all that. And it's crazy bananas. Like if they say you have to fly at 500 feet for so long, like you freaking have to fly at 500 feet. Don't even go to 501. You know? Yeah. It's nuts. Well, Lisa was doing all this and she also, on top of all this, had a husband and a child. Oh, geez. She met her husband in the Naval Academy, married him in 1988, and had her first child in 1992, the same time she was getting her master's. I mean, this lady sounds to me like freaking Wonder Woman. Yeah. So as we know, being an astronaut now is not an easy feat, but the Novaks, they made it work. They did. They did. You know how they made it work? They made it work by working opposite shifts. Because That's not working. (laughs) Okay, so that's what I was going to say, Gretchy. Okay. Do you think that is, like, made for a happy marriage? No. No way, Jose. Yeah, I wouldn't think so either. But you know what? They ended up having two more kids. Shut up. Yeah. I don't even know when they had time to do that. But... They did. And so in 2001, she had twin girls. Oh. 
Now, I mean, and then she went crazy because I know what twin girls, what kind of effect that will have on you. (laughs) You do. And a boy, just kind of like you. Oh my gosh. So she has three kids, a husband and a super demanding job. And in 2004, she heads off to training camp. So they put these astronauts in, in extreme environments, hot, cold, for long periods of time. Again, doesn't sound like that much fun to become an astronaut. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, when she's at training camp, she gets real cozy with another astronaut named William O'Fine. Uh-oh. And William actually goes by the name of Billy O. Okay. And I didn't mention this yet, but Lisa's a real looker. She is? She's a hot little biscuit. Oh my God, that's like my dermatologist is like, I mean, clearly she had to go to like doctor school and she's hot. Yeah. Smoking hot. Sometimes you got those doctors that are smoking hot. I don't get this whole, yeah, it's not fair. Somebody getting all the brains and the beauty. (laughs) It's true. It's few and far between, but it happens. Okay. And it happened to Lisa. She was, you know, she was hot. And Bill or Billy, as they call him, he was not too shabby himself. I'm actually surprised that they didn't call him Billy Oh So Fine. <laughs> That's what I'm going to dub him, okay? Okay, sounds good. So Billy and Lisa start this affair, which is totally against the rules of the military. Oh, yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's also against the rules of life. <laughs> like, yeah. Having an affair might company. not be the right thing to do. Yeah. So Lisa has, you know, a shit ton of stuff going on. And guess what? She's going to finally go to space. Wow. Side note real quick. She actually lost her best friend a year prior. She had a best friend that was an astronaut, also woman. And she was on the Challenger spaceship. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. If people don't know, Challenger, while it was on its way back to Earth, while people are watching on TV, just disintegrated into smoke. So that was real sad, but it really didn't stop Lisa and it didn't stop her son from telling her also, no mom, this is your dream. Like you got to go. Yeah. So in July of 2006, Lisa went up into space for 12 days and she worked as a robotics arm operator for the shuttle discovery. Okay. And her dream had come true. When she landed back safely, her and Bill remained pretty strong in terms of, like, a fair hotness yeah. on the okay. side. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure her marriage at home was not so strong, but she wasn't going to leave her husband and her family. How would she even have time to leave? She doesn't have time she to doesn't. leave. She doesn't. No. No. So I think she just liked the, like, steamy relationship on the side, you know? Yeah. But Billy, he met another hot little biscuit without any baggage. He did. He did. Her name was, or is, Colleen Shipman. Okay. Colleen was young. She's also a military officer. And she was ready to get some of Billy's O's. Ooh. And Billy was ready to give it. He was. He was. So he broke it off with Lisa and told Colleen that he 
was having an affair with a woman, but it was He was having an affair on top of affair. Well, he broke off the relationship with Lisa right when he met Colleen. And he was like, no, like this is probably more meant my style. Yeah. Because, you know, she's not married and doesn't have any children. And he was open with her saying, hey, I had an affair with this lady, but it's over. Yeah. And he never told Colleen any name or anything about it. Okay. He just said, hey, we're remaining friends, Lisa and me. Or he didn't say Lisa, but this woman. Okay. And now. I mean, you would think maybe he would brag about it. Like, hey, you know that last chick that went to space? I was banging her for a while. Yeah, Yeah, but he also was an astronaut. And so he can't really say it. Okay. You know, I don't know. And Bill was actually about to go on his own space mission. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he captained the space shuttle. And while he was on the space shuttle mission, he was emailing his new hot little fling, Colleen. So that's what they're doing to pass the time in space. It's pretty amazing that you can email from space. (laughs) Seriously. I can't even get Wi-Fi when I'm driving around your neighborhood. I know. Yeah. It's or signal like a conspiracy. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can't even talk in my own house. I have to like I know. walk around. So at this point, Lisa, I guess, kind of feels like on edge because she's not getting any emails from Billy. So she lets herself into Billy's house while he's up in space. Gets on his computer and sees a bunch of hot, steamy texts or emails to Colleen. At this point, she also sees a flight information for Colleen to go visit Billy when he lands from the space shuttle. And then her flight back to, I think she's from Florida. So she did some digging. She did some digging. Listen, I don't know if we've all been there, but... I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have. No, I re- I respect the digging. I you think know. it's necessary sometimes. Sorry. Trust, but verify. So, you know. Listen, I had an ex-boyfriend that was getting provocative pictures from another girl. And I found out. And I wouldn't have found out if I wasn't digging. Yeah. And guess what? Like sayonara. Plus, how could you not take the opportunity? I mean, he's in space. You know, he's not going to just like come back from vacation early and find <laughs> you there. You're like, I got days. I know. I right? can dig deep. <laughs> the whole world knows when he's landing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So she was jealous to say the least. Okay. And you know what? That jealousy sometimes I think it drives people freaking mad. Oh, okay. So I think it drove Lisa mad. It did. And one day she puts on her astronaut diaper. They have these diapers in like space. We need those. We definitely need those. (laughs) (laughs) And she drove almost a thousand miles to meet Colleen. That's right, Gretchen. Just like our husbands, Lisa does not like to stop the pee. <laughs> so she didn't. So she didn't. She 
A thousand miles. That is so far. It's so far. She went from Texas to Florida. I mean, oh God. It's really far. And can you not just stop to pee? Like, yeah. Really? It's freaking weird. So Lisa shows right up as Colleen is getting in a shuttle at the airport. And she's in a disguise. She has a dark curly wig on, a tan trench coat, and sunglasses. And, you know, Colleen spotted her first thing. Yeah. But Colleen doesn't know what she looks yeah, like. She doesn't know who this, like, weird yeah, lady well, is. when you're in, like, a trench coat, a wig, dark sunglasses, <laughs> so, you're like, oh, who's that suspicious person over there? I'm like, is she trying to be, like, Penny from Inspector Gadget? <laughs> yeah. Bless you. I was like, what the hell? Come on. That is not a disguise. Like, try to be inconspicuous. Yeah. So from what Colleen recounts is she sees this odd lady from the shuttle. Then she notices her walking by her in the parking garage. And so Colleen, like, quickly gets in her car and locks the doors right away. Mm -hmm. And then Lisa starts banging on her front window and crying. And so Colleen's like, oh, God, what? Like, yeah, you know, maybe this lady needs help. Yeah. So she rolls down the window. And as she's rolling down the window, Lisa sprays her with pepper spray. So oh, immediately Colleen steps on the gas. I'm like, go freaking Colleen. Yeah. She even said that she had no idea if this person had a gun, you know, like against her head. She just like. She couldn't see, and she's like, fuck, I got to get my ass out of here. Yeah. And I think that's real smart. Yeah, it is. So she goes straight to the pay booth and tells them what just occurred, and they call the police. So the police, the airport police, start searching around, and they see a lady with lighter color hair throwing away something in the trash, and they think it's odd. So you know what? It was odd. Yeah. Yeah. And it was Lisa. Okay, good job, airport police. Yeah. I mean, Lisa didn't really have a good plan of, like, escape at that point, I guess. Well, I liked the crying and getting her to roll down the window and then with the pepper spray. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, but she then needed to, Yeah, she needed to think it through a little further. Yeah. It's a good start. So at this point, Colleen, she identifies Lisa. She's like, oh, that for sure was her profile. But she has no idea. That this is like oh, yeah, Billy's that this is the ex. Okay. Ex lover, you know. But Lisa spills the beans to the officers when questioned. <sighs> she says, I just wanted to confront my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. I just wanted to talk to her. The officers, obviously, they're like, Yeah, because like pepper spray really gets somebody to talk. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Hello. <laughs> She's like, oh, that was stupid. But she also has a duffel bag. And the officers ask to search her car, and she says yes. And they open the duffel bag. And in the duffel bag was a loaded and cocked BB gun, a knife, surgical tubing, trash bags, and a steel mallet. Hmm. And in that trash can that they saw her throwing away stuff, they found two used and new diapers, like those astronaut diapers. Yeah. So Lisa, obviously, was immediately placed under arrest and was facing 
attempted kidnapping with the intent to inflict bodily harm, and burglary of a vehicle using a weapon. And you know what that gets you in prison? What? Could get you life. It can? Yeah. Even though that wasn't even a real gun, it was just a BB gun? Well, in that bag is basically like a murder kit. Yeah. Like, I'm going to murder you, and then I'm going to put you in a trash bag. Okay. So Lisa, you know, like any smart woman or man should do, she got herself an attorney. And I'm pretty sure, Gretchen, yeah, it was a good one. It was. Mm-hmm. He was able to convince the judge that she didn't know what she was telling the police at the time could be used against her in the court of law. Well, I was thinking that was real dumb of little Miss Smarty McSmarty astronaut lady to not ask for a lawyer right away. I mean, why would you say anything to the cops? Yeah. Yeah. Hello. So that's what this guy says. This lawyer. It's like she didn't know. She was under distress oh, okay. or duress. Okay. Okay. He also said uh, these guys searched her car without a search warrant, a written search warrant, that she was going to enter a plea of insanity. So I think what he was doing is in these pretrial hearings, he was just like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what stuck, right? Yeah. And guess what? It stuck. So it did. He was able to basically argue that Lisa should get a lesser charge. And she did. She took a plea agreement. She took a plea agreement of felony burglary with a misdemeanor battery and got zero prison time. Wow. With her plea agreement, she was given one year probation, 50 hours of community service, and she had to take an eight hour anger management course. Well, I imagine she lost her whole astronaut career. She did. Yeah. Yeah. So she lost her job as an astronaut and she was not honorably discharged from the Navy. And even though her astronaut friends and colleagues and even her superiors did come and like give statements, I think to get her off of life in prison, but you know, she still had to be fired. So Lisa, at this point, we have no idea what she's doing. She like went into hiding, which Probably a good thing. Well, what about her husband? Did he leave her? Yes. He did. Yes. Yeah. That was cray cray. That was like right away. Oh, yeah. They might have actually filed for separation. I can't remember. But I think they might have filed for separation right before she went on this crazy escapade. But it was right around that same time. So I'm thinking her life was probably spiraling out of control. She was really jealous. She thought that she was going to get divorced from her husband and be with Billy O., yeah. And Billy O was like, no, I'm I'm banging a new hot chick. And uh, she like lost her marbles. And Billy O, he also lost his job oh, as an astronaut. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And now he and Colleen live in Alaska. They're married and they have a son. 
And Colleen now writes fiction novels under a name C.M. McCoy. And I couldn't find anything about Bill, but I'm kind of thinking maybe he was my fishing captain in Alaska (laughs) when I was there. (gasps) That sounds dreamy. Well, so you know what I think? What? I think, and maybe this sounds like not progressive, but I think you just cannot have the two astronaut married couple. I don't care if it's the woman or the man. Like, you can only have one doctor in the family. I think, like, you can't have two because it's too crazy having two people with such a demanding job raising kids. Yeah. So the husband wasn't an astronaut, but he was in the Navy and had also did have a career. And yeah, you can't like you need at that kind of career, you need a stay at home person that can just be there when you're there. Yeah. I mean, our husbands both have to work a shit ton. They both of our husbands work a shit ton of hours. Like my husband leaves at four o'clock in the morning, comes home at, I don't know. Eight, nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't work. You would have no relationship if you were going in like to work at eight o'clock at night till no. four in the morning or whatever. No. Another thing, they are actually coming out with a movie. I had no idea when I decided to do this case. This year with Natalie Portman, I think, is the astronaut and it's fictitiously based on this story. But I watched the trailer and I think it's going to be, you know, they're going to, I mean, it's, they have to add like, you know, gushy stuff, but she'll be good because she's good nutso, like how she was in the Black Swan. Oh yeah. So it's called Lucy in the Sky. Oh, cute. Yeah. So keep your eye out for that movie. I just saw the trailer when I was searching stuff for this. I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. I still am not quite – so the diapers, though, I mean, she just didn't like to stop to pee or she was trying to, like, get there and back and – Oh, okay. Let me She tell was you on s- a race against time. Let me tell you something else. The – her attorney said that that's not true. He was like, oh, that diaper story isn't true. That was just made up for publicity. I think it is true. And oh, also, she also said to yeah. the police – they were like, what is this for? She was like, I, I didn't want to stop to pee. So the police had it in their report, but this lawyer really like railed how they went about questioning her and said that she was under so much duress that she couldn't speak her mind. And so these diapers, like her comment wasn't, couldn't be used in court. Okay. So what you're telling me too, is that when their astronauts are in space, they go in a diaper. What if they have to go number two? I don't know. I don't know. I think the diaper is for takeoff. Something Just about. you get real excited. I think something about <laughs> when you take off, your body wants to like lose all of its fluids or something. I was okay. reading a little bit about it. Maybe we'll do some research and we'll talk about it in the Facebook group. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. (laughs) So join our Facebook group if you want to know about why astronauts wear diapers. Yeah. (laughs) Or if you are an astronaut and you listen to us. I'm sure all those smarty McSmart astronauts are listening to us. Yeah. Give us a (laughs) 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 gift. 
Or maybe they're really smart. Their husband's an astronaut and they Oh my to gosh. Us. And then they really know. And they're a housewife of true crime. Mm-hmm. Because that's the smart way to do it. Let one of them be an astronaut. The other one stay home. Agreed. But you know, there's not a lot of astronauts. It's a really... It's a and world. they don't even go to space anymore, right? I think the NASA program has had some issues. Uh, like they canceled it. Oh, yeah. Ruby told me she wanted to be an astronaut pretty recently. And I was like, yeah. I mean, there is still the I don't want to burst station. your bubble, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not like an option anymore. <laughs> no, it still is. I mean, they have to have space exploration. That's something that we need to do as like a... Why? Why do we need to do that, Tab? Why do we need to explore the space and spend zillions of dollars? Well, Why? maybe it's possible that the Earth in, I don't know thousands of years is overpopulated and we need to find another place that humans can live not buying it or maybe we're just going to go to war with everybody and everybody's going to be oh my god okay this is getting boring okay okay clink clink people (laughs) (laughs) we're done with this episode clink clink follow us on all of our social media give us a five star if you love us we'll give you a shout out also I had Somebody was like, hey, I'm your 8,000th follower. CJ Thomas, I think, was his name. And I told him I'd give him a shout for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to CJ Thomas. Yeah. So thanks for being our 8,000th Instagram follower. All right. Clink, clink. Clink, clink.